you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, amazing humans. Welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. It's me, Liam. I hope you are well. I am actually recording this from Bonnie, Scotland. I'm recording it a little last minute. It is due today when you're listening to it. It's the day prior. But sometimes that's just how we roll. We have been super busy with graduate applications for New South Wales and PMCV. And it's all been happening. We have had thousands of people download our free guide. And it's just been a whirlwind. But we love it. And that's exactly why we're here. Not only that, some of you amazing people have been telling lots of people about us and I truly, truly thank you for that. And I'm truly always indebted to you all for sharing the love and telling people and spreading the word about high performance nursing and how we can help. There's nothing that makes me happier than getting a message saying, Liam, I listened to the podcast and I just found you and it was awesome. And I think that, you know, you've really been able to help me in X, Y and Z and that just lights up my day. So we're here to impact the nursing industry in ways that we've never done before, right? And help people transform their careers. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So today we are talking all things about collecting evidence. And this sounds like a CSI episode where we're going to get some music where we're dun, 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 dun. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Although for some of you it might be. I wanted to create a short episode on collecting evidence because I've been talking about this a heap in our coaching with graduates and nurses across the board and it comes down to this idea of like how we talk to and how we treat ourselves as clinicians and why it's super important for us to collect evidence to really factually understand what is going on in our careers. So let me give you a little example. I've been talking to lots of clinicians recently that call me and come onto our calls and they tell me all of the reasons why they're absolutely fucking up. And I'm sorry if you've got people in the car, but that's there's no better way to put it. People are coming on and saying to me, hey, Liam, you know, I'm really terrible. I made this mistake. I did this. I can't get myself out of bed. I'm burnt out. I hate my life. This is terrible. I can't push through this. I'm making mistakes. I feel like an imposter. And What I hear when I hear that is one, I deeply resonate with that experience because that was 100% me for most of my career. But what I hear when people talk like that is I hear the fact that they are not allowing themselves to see both ends of the spectrum. They are not allowing themselves to see how incredible they are. They are not collecting enough evidence to suggest 
how they could be doing amazing. And this might resonate with you because this is kind of like how we're designed as humans, right? Like I've talked about this before, the motivational triad. We are literally here to stay cozy and comfortable in that little comfort blankie in the cave. And even if that cave is terrible, even if that cave is so negative and toxic and shitty and horrendous, we are going to stay there because our brain believes that it's more efficient and safer for us to stay there because, you know, better the devil you know. And here's Liam <laughs> online, this stranger online, telling you all, hold on a second, what if you were to just step out of the cave? Like, even just like one little toe. And what if you were to start collecting all of the reasons why you are great at something? Or all of the reasons why nursing is the perfect career for you? Or maybe it's not. But we don't know whilst we're wrapped up in the cave. And we're not giving ourselves permission to even just play with the possibility that things could be different. Now, what this looks like for you, if you are going through this and it resonates with you, it probably already resonates, but it looks like just this inner negative self-talk that just keeps on going. I have a really loud inner negative critic. Years ago, I was telling this story today, years ago, I would literally flare up. My heckles would be up on the back like, you know, like a dog. I would be so stressed out about the slightest little thing, like a typo in a post. And believe me, people come for me all the time for typos and little things like that. And I used to really, and sometimes I still do, flare up and go down this negative inner critic streak where my inner critic just tells me, Liam, you can't do this. You're so terrible. Sort yourself out. Like what an embarrassment you are. And I just go down this path of shaming myself. And it feels horrific. It feels terrible. I go into this self-sabotage pattern where I then go and treat myself to whatever it is that I want to eat. And it just repeats itself. And it's kind of like a toxic rabbit hole where you just keep digging and digging and digging and there's no end to it. And this is where I believe that sometimes we can create our own inner negative stories and practiced behavior patterns that we indulge in because they're familiar. It's not because they serve us, it's because they're familiar. And what I want you to think about is where in your life are you collecting lots of negative evidence to prove the story that you have been telling yourself for years? I.e. I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I can't do this, there's no job available for me, maybe I'm not cut out for this, I'm still an imposter and I've been here for 10 years. What is the story that you're running and what evidence are you collecting? Because what, I've, what I know to be true from my own lived experience and from coaching hundreds of clinicians is that the story that you tell yourself, your brain will look for evidence to, to clarify that that's true. If you tell yourself you're not worthy, you're going to find all of the reasons why you're not worthy. If you're going to tell yourself that you're not cut out for this, the slightest little mistake, your brain's going to be like, see, I told you. I told you you weren't cut out for this. Maybe you should just quit now. And what I want to offer you today in this short little snippet is just permission to like dip your toe out of the cave. Just like the toe, just the edge of the toe. <laughs> or even like your little pinky tip finger. And just start pushing your way out of that cave and just start collecting evidence to prove or to disprove the thoughts that you've been thinking for a long time. The only reason it feels so real and heavy and yucky and stuck and all of the negative things is because you have practiced it. It's like going to the gym. If you don't lift the weights and you don't do deadlifts every time you go to the gym, you can't expect to have a nice booty. <laughs> 
<laughs> the same is true here. If you don't go to the thought gym and you don't clear out your brain and think positive or intentional or more conscious thoughts, more factual thoughts, you are going to have the consequences of that. So we want to go to the thought gym and we want to start doing some reps. Maybe today you find one thing that you can collect evidence for to prove why you're a great nurse. Maybe today you find one thing to prove why you are cut out for this job. Many of you will not have even considered that idea. And that's totally fine. It's how we're designed as humans. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not missing anything. But it's just interesting to play with. How can we go out into your life, into your career, and find and collect evidence intentionally, consciously, to prove why maybe you are great at this. Now, an example of this was I was talking to an incredible nurse this week and, you know, she's just feeling all of the things and she's just like feeling like she's not good enough, she can't do this, she's not cut out Fred, burnt out, imposter syndrome and I can deeply resonate with that. But what I heard when I asked her what's going on was just all of the reasons why she's doing terrible. And one of my jobs as a coach is to always challenge your thoughts Sometimes your thoughts might be 100% true and factual, and that's fine. But 99.9% .9 of the time, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's brain bullshit. And so what I did was I said, hey, what evidence do you have to pr prove that you're terrible at this job? What evidence do you have? What tangible evidence? Not brain bullshit thoughts, right? Not negative inner critic thoughts that are not serving us. What do you have to prove that you are not good at this job? And you know what? They couldn't think of one thing, not one thing. They could not identify one thing. And in fact, as I uncovered that, we started to realize that in fact, they've been getting such good positive feedback from their job, from their employer, from their facilitators, from their preceptors, from their manager. So where is all of this coming from? And this is where I say to people, this is such good news. Isn't it fabulous? that it's not the job and that you're not being performance managed and that what's actually happening is we have an internal story that's just really not serving us. We have a story that we've practiced believing maybe before we even became a nurse that we've now transferred into our career and it's just bogging us down. One of my favourite questions to ask myself and others is what's the upside of thinking that you're terrible at this job? How is it serving you to think that you're a bad nurse? And that question always stumps people. It really gives people perspective because it doesn't serve you. Okay, it doesn't serve you to think that you're terrible. It will always serve you to think that you're great. And now some of you are going to say, Liam, isn't that indulgent? Isn't it overconfident? It's none of those things. It's called being kind and respectful and compassionate to yourself. It is an essential requirement for sustainability in your nursing career in order to manage that negative self-talk because let's let's be real nursing is an emotional roller coaster it is a mental and emotional minefield and no one you heard it here no one is coming to support you or to serve you or to pave the way for you we have to do this for ourselves no hospital is going to do it no employer no manager no job and this incredible human that I was coaching this week said to me, I just, I'm worried that if I move to the next job, then I'm going to have the same problem. And I said, what an amazing level of awareness you have, because you're absolutely right. 
because it's not the job. Now, some of you are going to come for me. The job has its problems. The industry has its challenges. But we know we can't deal. We can't manage those. It's out with our control. We can influence them. We can advocate. We can empower. We can educate. We can protest. But we still cannot rely on the industry changing and waiting for the industry to change so that we feel better. Right? We just can't do that for ourselves. You're going to wait a lifetime. So when she said that, I thought, oh my goodness, of course, yes. You have all of the power in order to be able to change your situation, in, in order to change your internal state. That is all you have control over. Not the job, not the specialty, not the ward, not the manager, not the educator. It's an internal process. So I said to her, this just demonstrates that this is not a work-related issue. This is an internal chat issue. This is inner story, an inner narrative issue. And issue is even the wrong word because it's an opportunity for growth. Now it sucks. Wouldn't it be lovely to just like slip a pill and we can just like suddenly have this positive mindset. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about gaslighting yourself, you know, trying to be overly toxically positive when you don't feel like it. I'm talking talking about normalizing the human experience. This ebb and flow, this high and low, this literal literal roller coaster that we are on in healthcare. And leaning in and tuning into the awareness within our bodies, our mind and our feelings, our emotions, so that we can navigate the highs and the lows without beating ourselves up. How many of you have gone to work and had a really awesome day and you come out and you're like, I love this career. And then the next day, within the first 30 seconds of being on the wards, you're ready to throw the towel in and resign. <laughs> like, that's not a problem with the industry. It's just what it is. It just is what it is. It's the reality that we face. And sometimes we spend a lot of time arguing with the reality. And if I've learned anything, it's when we argue with reality, the only person that suffers is us. So we can see reality for what it is. Some days as a nurse, it's great. Other days, it's not so great. And we can collect the evidence to create a positive, intentional, aware, conscious internal story that always, always serves us. Is it going to work every day? No. It's just going to be days that you literally want to probably throw something <laughs> off a bridge and like it's, you've had enough. And there's other days that you just think that the world's beautiful and it's amazing and there's nothing wrong with you. It's 100% normal. How differently would your life look if you were just to accept that that's just what it is and stop beating yourself up, stop judging yourself, stop shaming yourself, stop shooting on yourself, stop beating yourself up and take an intentional little micro step every day to just find one thing to balance out those scales of negative and positive, right? Just to become like, just to come to homeostasis, just to like neutral in the middle, just baseline. Right? That's all we want for our patients. We want them to come to baseline. We want homeostasis with their observations. But they have a little peak in a trough. So why don't we allow ourselves to have a peak in a trough? Why do we make it mean something about us? Right? It's just our conditioning. It's just how we've been conditioned. But I want you to think about today. How can I start collecting evidence to disprove some of these thoughts that I've thought for a long time? What evidence can I collect at the end of every shift? One piece of evidence to prove that I am on the right track and that I'm doing the right thing. Cue the 300 million reasons why you're not, but I want you to find one that proves that you are. 
And I want you to lean into that and like really practice believing that. Even write it down and start creating an inner inner narrative that serves you, that helps you evolve and grow, to see the growth in every opportunity. And where you are right now might not be for you. And that's totally fine. Great news. You have that awareness and you know. So let's start taking a positive step towards where you want to be by collecting evidence to be able to build upon that evidence to get you to where you want to be. We cannot get to where we want to be from a burnt out, negative, stuck place. It's where a lot of us are right now. And I totally, 100% understand it and get it. But that stuckness, that that burnt out, that imposter feeling, that, you know, nothing's ever good enough, that comes from a collection, a combination of industry situations and realities that we're just failing to not accept. And then we've got our own internal stories that we're telling ourselves about what we think it should be or what we think we should be or how we should operate differently or better. And what if we were just to start neutralizing all of that out? Start giving yourself some permission. Start accepting who you are. Start, stop waiting for other people to acknowledge, to accept before you accept yourself. And just start giving all of that to yourself today. It's not indulgent. It's not selfish. It's not overly confident. It's kind. It's clear. It's compassionate. It's loving. It's caring. And I want to just leave you with this thought. If your buddy nurse or your best nurse, best buddy nurse came up to you at work today and told you that they had made a mistake, how would you respond to them? And then my next question is, if you're responding like that to them, why would you not gift that to yourself? Why are you choosing to give all of the beautifulness to other people, but not give that to yourself? Something to ponder and something to gift yourself. I will see you in Thursday's episode where we are diving into graduate nurse success because there's lots of things happening but I hope this has been really beneficial go out into the world collect evidence to disprove your negative thoughts you're always going to have them you're never going to get rid of them so let's start managing them better so that you can enjoy this life as a nurse it's such a beautiful life it's such a gift let's go out and create an intentional life where you thrive where you grow where you accept the highs and the lows where you're like open to experiencing all of the feelings and where you want, most importantly, you do not beat the heck out of yourself when things maybe don't go to plan. I will see you in next week's episode. I'd love to hear your feedback from this one and I'll chat to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favor? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.